Greece. Yeah, we worked You've in been Greece. On so maybe for this a is month. something you can talk about. No? We worked in Greece for a month as a part of an animation team. So it's like we're the people who wear stupid T-shirts and get people to play football during the day. And so it's like uh, in like an all-inclusive hotel. So animator is like, like an entertainer. Basically. Yeah, exactly. So it's yeah. A, we're like it's the a kind entertainment team. Like you have to entertain people. So yeah. you were working as a team. You yeah. were working in a team. So or did you, did you work separately? We, 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 we all had separate. different jobs, but oh, okay. we were all a team and we'd all come together every night for a show. So, well, hang on, can I ask you a question? So are you supposed to be funny or is it just you organize everything? We're happy all the time. Yeah. You have to It's be. It's in our contract to smile all the time, which is really, so you really have hard. To fake, you have to fake it. Yeah, you fake it because the people, your bosses treat you badly, the people at the hotel treat you badly. It's a soul-crushing hey, job. It's a hey, soul-crushing job. So you have, you have to fake it even when you negotiate with your bosses, when you talk to your bosses. I don't, I don't understand. I, I understand if it's like with the, with the clients. Yeah. But, do you But have the thing is, the bosses were just so horrible that if you didn't seem 100% up for it, they'd be like, oh, why are you being angry? Why aren't oh, really? you happy? Really? And it was just not worth it. Dragon. Dragon. I'm drinking dragon. Okay. We, we keep getting interrupted by the bartender yeah, yeah. trying to give us more drinks. Yeah, you know? of course. <laughs> That's his job anyway. <laughs> But yeah, when we were working in Greece, um, we'd go out and during the night and you would see lads on tour and it's a group of like five, ten, young, like you were saying, young adults who were just getting drunk and just being loud, but also like rude because they're drunk and they just don't care, so they'll just shout at any woman who walks past, shout at any waiter who walks past. Especially when they're in a large group, right? Because they're yeah, yeah, stronger. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. That's how it works. That's, that's, that, that's how lad culture works. They feed yeah. on each other's laddiness and they just become more laddie. Laddiness. I like that term. And Is then, it a real word? No, it's Is not. it in the Oxford Dictionary <laughs> of Contemporary English? Not yet. Native speakers are just making up words. Now we call them nouns words, I think. Nouns words. But yeah, it's just, it's yeah. not a healthy, I don't know, like I've known some people, like Mark's roommate, for example, I would describe him as a lad. And he, in the end, was not a very nice person to oh, be okay. with because just everything he said was slightly offensive oh, okay. or misogynistic and that's just how lads are but in a but way that like we're living in that world nowadays you know there has been there has been one even a president elected who based his entire campaign no. I will not name him but he based his entire campaign on this so you know it's you bring that up and to me like when we were in Greece Greece is an extremely misogynistic country for those who don't know what misogynist means it's when you're disrespectful to women or yeah. you think women are inferior to you so usually well always it's men who are misogynistic well yeah but anyway um, and in Greece it was the first time that I've really experienced it because I grew up in Brussels which is quite a open-minded yeah. place and I've never really experienced it but then in Greece it was constantly like instead of speaking to me they would speak to Mark even though actually I'm the one who's no offense Mark but I'm the one who organizes stuff yeah, in our company I'm not saying I'm the boss but I'm kind of the boss you know and, and then all these people 
Okay. But currently you have a lot of airtime. Yeah. Enjoy it. But then these men like was always talking to Mark instead of talking to me and acting like I wasn't there, like including our boss. And I just I was so shocked. And then you know, this president, as you mentioned it as well, and I just I it's I was kind of in my own bubble. Like we were talking about how Russians and Chinese people exist in a bubble, but I'm also existing in a bubble. I'm existing in a bubble where I'm a woman and I have equal rights to other people, but actually in many parts of the world it's not true at all. And like I just can't get over it. Yeah, I really do. And then I realized when I got to Greece, like there are still so many women that have it difficult. It actually shocked me though, because Greece is a part of the EU, like yeah. many other progressive countries. You would say like it's Europe, right? Exactly. It kind of shocked me that, country. Yeah, that they had those views, despite being part of a progressive thing like the EU. Do you, do you really think like it's you could you could say it, it applies to, to Greece, or is it just your one experience that you had? It seemed to us that it was Greece in general. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, at least at least the island. We're on the island of Rhodes, so at least there, that's what that's the way it felt. Mm. Maybe the island, is, the island is isolated. Yeah, perhaps. <laughs> the, perhaps. But oh, the, the island, the island is like two hours flight away from Greece. Yeah, it's it's, it's much closer to Turkey than it is to Greece, but oh, okay. it's still a Greek island. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just seem shocked. But it, it appeared to me that other women were being treated the same way as I was. So it wasn't just me. But it wasn't like they were making a conscious effort to be rude to Eva and polite to me. It just seems like subconsciously they didn't. Yeah. Didn't even think about it. They, they were just. Didn't even think about it. Oh, I'm, part of I'm the speaking culture. business. I better speak to the man, etc. Stuff like that. Oh yeah, like for example, our boss. Um, we met him one night, and I was saying that I've been ill, and the reason that I was ill was because the food was horrible, um, our room was not air conditioned, and our bathroom was damp, and like there was mold and everything. That kind of stuff makes you ill. Yeah. So I told my boss this, and I didn't hear him say this, and thank God I didn't because I would. Have turned around and actually slapped him in the face, but he turned around to Mark and said, "Oh, that's women for you. Women are always saying they are ill." And like in in Brussels, nobody would even dare, yeah, you say, dare that. say that, especially to Get to the boyfriend as well. Like that's just asking for trouble. It's asking for yeah. But unfortunately, he was a boss, so it's a good thing yeah. that I didn't hear and I didn't slap him. But, in the face. But, okay, so let's uh, let's turn this a bit round. So what, what were the positives about the your <laughs> Greek, Greek experience. That was it. <laughs> uh, I mean, a few of, oh my goodness. A few of the guests were nice, I suppose. And then like we had one day off a week and those days off were really nice. Oh, really? But I think they were made nicer by the fact that the job was so horrible. And those days like Rhodes is a is a beautiful place. Oh it's an amazing island. Um, yeah. it's, it's an island, yeah. yeah. With it's a, like the, the biggest island in but Greece. It has a phenomenal history that stretches back. I'm not sure. I'm not sure myself. It's one of the biggest it's yeah. one of the big ones, but yeah, yeah, it has an amazing history that stretches back thousands of years. Yeah. Um, it's the birthplace of you know lots of science, law, dem democracy. So like, it's a really important place. Yeah. 
2,000 years ago, but it feels like it hasn't really developed except for building lots of hotels when we since a, When we were in a museum discovering about Rhodes' beautiful history, there was, there was a sign that said, and this again just shows how the misogyny is just there, there was a sign that said, um, ancient Greek women, like all women, care about their makeup and their clothes. <laughs> it's just like, what the hell? Clearly you haven't met me, you know. I was, it was just like that kind of stuff you would never find in a Brussels museum because you would have too many women complaining about it. But I guess in Rhodes, like nobody really speaks up and says like, hey, you know what, that's not an acceptable thing to say. But yeah, it was it was definitely an experience. But honestly, we can't find that many good things. So wait, to say wait a minute. So what was the initial plan? Was was it to stay there for longer than? Yeah. 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 Ah, so how long did you intend? We to were stay planning there? on staying there for two and a half months. Two and a half months. But thankfully, thankfully, before we signed the contract, we realized how bad it was. Oh. So we said, what's the minimum we can stay and still get paid? They said one month. We said, okay, we'll do that. Okay. But we were planning. We were planning on. It was, it was honestly so bad that it was destroying our health and I, I lost five kilograms in a month and if you could describe me I'm not a very heavy man Why so was that's that? so is it because you really awful foods um, did you eat at all? I, I, I would eat but it was a very grueling job no no sorry at home we lived on the hotel premises we had a room that was worse than the guest rooms we didn't have our own fridge and the only food we could eat was the hotel food and the hotel food was horrible that's why we lost weight like all what the guests was it, is it what the guests were fed yeah it was coming really? to the end of the, the season don't you think you must have been a bit unlucky with the, the whole place we were very, we were very yeah. bad. I don't think it's, it's like that everywhere right no I'm, I'm sure it could have been better if we'd been working with a different company definitely working in a better hotel our hotel was horrible in case you're ever going to Rhodes seriously don't go to Fidarimos Hotel it says okay. it's four stars it's more like one star okay everybody who works there is miserable because they never get paid some of the waiters right had been working uh what was it? They hadn't hadn't been paid and no. hadn't had a day off since the first of August. Since the first of August, and we were there in September. Not even one day off. So did you leave a, a, an advisor to review? We weren't allowed to. You weren't allowed to. It's in our contract. <laughs> oh my god! Well, <laughs> it was just a nightmare. Really. So you can ask your friends to do that for you, right? We, we did. Can't you? I, every hotel guest that liked me that was leaving, I tell them to leave a very honest review on TripAdvisor. I wouldn't tell them to leave a bad review, I just said, be very honest. <laughs> but most of the guests, most of the guests thought it was bad. No, but most of the guests, without us telling them anything, knew it was a bad hotel. Like, for example, they had two bars and two bartenders. That was it. So both these bartenders were always working. And they made, like, less than two euros an hour, which is 50 Czech crowns, less than 50 Czech crowns an hour. Which is illegal. Okay, so let's let's switch the topic, yeah, guys. What, what, can I can I just? I, I know we have been avoiding this, but what, what happened with the Brexit? I mean, oh I mean, you're not the first people I, I talked about this with, like not first British people, but, but I, cried. I mean, what, you you two, you must be you must be uh, gutted about it. We right? voted yeah, we both voted yeah. um, I, can, I can imagine. And we made sure that you know everyone that we knew was voting and we didn't tell them what to vote but we were hoping they voted to remain. 
I know a couple of my family members voted yeah, this to me to eat. Eva has a massive family, so uh, there had to be some that voted. Yeah, and some of them voted to, to leave the EU, and I just kind of feel I kind of, I feel betrayed, you know, because I'm half Swedish, half English. I've always felt European more than English or Swedish, and by voting for Brexit, I feel like it's kind of, can I swear? It's kind of like a massive fuck you from my country to me, you know? It's like, it's so sad, like, people... It's quite obvious that who you would vote for and what your views would be, like, considering you are... But people, I think it's very sad, and I think it's the same reason for the other election that we mentioned earlier, and it's just, it's more like a protest vote, rather than people actually wanted to leave the European Union. It was all the newspapers, all the newspapers were saying, let's stay in the European Union, and all the most most of the politicians were saying, let's stay in the European Union, and so people were like, People lost trust in yeah. everything, basically. What you'll find is that some of the, the newspapers that we read, like The Guardian, The Independent, etc., were all saying, yeah, were all <laughs> saying the stay in the EU. All the rubbish tabloids were saying leave, and then suddenly 17.4 million people vote to leave. And like we were living in London, and it felt like we were going to stay because everyone we talked to was, yeah, of course we don't want to leave. It's, it's ridiculous. So you can imagine this would happen. But like, you, you can see. On, have you seen the map of who voted to stay and who voted? Like you have Scotland, Scotland you have Northern London, Ireland, yeah. and Northern Ireland. All of these three places yeah. stay. Everybody, Absolutely. Everybody else. Yeah. That, that, that's what shocks me. Because there must be little pockets of like educated people or etc. that would have voted yes. And that didn't happen. It was just little London, Scotland, Northern Ireland. That but the it. thing is, what these votes are revealing is the serious inequalities that they like that people are experiencing. Yeah. Whether or not those are what they are but like for example you know we're lucky to come from privileged background backgrounds we've been able to travel and we know that it's it's, yeah exactly study abroad and we know that one of the benefits of the EU is that you can just go anywhere Anywhere. in the EU like when we came here we didn't need a visa Greece for example (laughs) (laughs) but you know or like other things like you know one of the things that's happening with Brexit now is that a lot of the sort of not the constitution we don't have a constitution I don't know what it's called in the UK oh we do okay the English constitution has to be rewritten because a lot of the fundamental rights for workers that we have in the UK come from the EU and those need to kind of be rewritten in well in the UK and then added on and like but the worst part actually about Brexit yeah well obviously nobody had a plan because nobody thought it would happen but the worst part about the Brexit is that it was a referendum which means that it's not binding the government didn't have to do it it's not binding but it's it's kind of is because if if, if you don't go by it it's just ridiculous and that's what this but if the government if the government had just said as soon as the results came out had said we understand what you're saying but we're not going to do it It, yeah, it would have had protests, but it would have been okay. Oh, be, they they could have said it's only 0.6 percent of the yeah, it was population such a small difference. But this would lead to social unrest. Like if yeah, but, but so has now, this. Now you have to but do we, it. I'm afraid you do. We already have social unrest yeah. where we have lots of clever people yeah. that are angry at stupid I know, people. But, but uh, let's say these intelligent when the intelligent people are angry, I think it won't it won't well, they, end no, up in in a, in a, in a what they could 
could have done is said, okay, we see what you want, we're going to see if it's possible, and then we'll have another referendum in two years when we actually have a plan, and then you can vote just, on that, rather than mind. just now, okay, we're leaving the EU. And nobody has any idea what no they're doing. No one had a plan. Yeah. Like, every time you ask someone, like, every time a politician is asked, what does Brexit mean? They mean, they say, Brexit means, means Brexit. Brexit yeah. <laughs> it doesn't mean, it's like the most popular it doesn't mean anything. It's, it's like, we will great, we will make America great again. It's the same. It doesn't mean <laughs> These are the two phrases of the of the year. Yeah. The Brexit means Brexit, and we will make America great again. All the thinking people just, you know, it's driving them mad because you, we know that they're not saying anything when they say that. We know yeah. that we're not getting any information. But we just have to, you know, play along and deal with it until the is, they figure the, the situation out. A lot of people who voted to leave the EU have no idea how the EU actually works and don't understand that leaving the EU will never end up being a good thing for the UK. Yeah. His parents work with the EU. Yeah, I, my parents work for the EU. Yeah, and the I know. EU I know. do not want the UK to leave the EU. Of course not. And obviously, for that reason, they're going to give them the worst but, possible but, deal. But you they know? have to make example of them, you know. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Because if That's, you don't, then, then everybody will leave. Exactly. So the EU is going to be really, really harsh on the UK. Give yep. them a rubbish deal. The Leave voters who wanted to stop immigration but still want access to the single market, they won't get access to the single market. And they will still have to accept immigrants from the EU. And nobody in the end will be happy, which is why they should never have accepted this referendum. That's a good point. I looked at an article today that said that Britain will find it very, very difficult or possibly impossible to change the um, the laws on immigration so that you will probably get the same number of immigrants the same number of European immigrants as well coming to the UK but the, the single market you know the thing that we want that means money that'll be very easy to leave so <laughs> what's going to happen is either we keep both agreements so we pretty much stay in the EU or we leave the one that makes us money and keep all the immigrants which is what people didn't want so, so this either way it's bad for us yeah, so this article you read was, it was called Article 50 <laughs> <laughs> just to lighten up the atmosphere a little bit <laughs> but you know it's also like many Leave voters were really angry at the immigrants but yeah. of course they don't really think about the fact that most immigrants coming from the UK are white and that's not the immigrants that they don't like you know yeah. it's, a, you know, it's a difficult topic I mean, no it, it is but, but like you know, something you kind of have to understand but at the end of the day it's, I, it doesn't help you it's impossible to understand really yeah well they feel like you're taking they're taking your job because a lot of them are like skillful people like even the Polish people are skillful but I would say like determined and hardworking what people. is it like 35% of the doctors that work for the NHS are immigrants. Really? Yeah. How many? 35. What did you say? Almost 50% of the NHS staff is immigrants. Yeah. Wow. Didn't know that. Not not necessarily European, but just immigrant in general. Which, no, these are the people that keep you healthy and etc. That that is a very important job that they do. And they're not doing it because they want to take money back to wherever. They're doing it because it's a good job and it's a noble I don't understand why those people should be... This is just so sad. I mean, it's it's really obvious what we think about this. I mean, considering our background, (laughs) who we are. Sorry if we got too overexcited there. (laughs) For Britain, the voted remain. Brexit is horrible. For a European who 
who voted Remain. It's yeah. it's really like honestly, like when I found out the result, I cried because, like I said, it just felt like my country was telling me to go away because uh, I've lived off the benefits of the EU my whole life because my parents worked for the European institutions. I went to a European school which is funded by the European institutions. And what has that given me? You know, it's given me so much. It's given me like an amazing perspective on life. I don't really know what to say. Either. Great benefits, like ah. Uh, but it's sad because the thing is most people just don't know they're, they're not voting like you know like I recently found a thing where like recently the EU has been thinking about um, doing like a lottery for 18 year olds once they turn 18 to receive an interrail ticket to, so they can travel around Europe and, and, and realise the value of Europe and I was like that's a brilliant idea they should have given every person in the UK an interrail ticket five years ago and this would never have happened. Yeah. Some of these people have never crossed the border, right? Exactly. Those, Some those of these people have never left the UK and they don't across understand. across the border and they don't, they don't understand that suddenly it's more expensive now. Like, even since the vote, we found that like a meal out in in um, any European country is about two or three pounds more because the pound plummeted as soon as we voted to leave. And that's only going to go down, you know, the further, you know, we go into the process because Europe's much bigger than this. It's going to have a stronger currency than this tiny little island on the... Um, on the edge of it. So is there any chance this could be turned around? Yes. You think? Is there? We keep on pushing off the time, we keep on ignoring the deadlines, and then eventually we say, okay, we're not going to leave. But what, what will it say about you? Like, it's a bit yeah, hypo I know. hypocritical. But yeah. the thing is, we'll. the only reason we had this vote is because it was David Cameron who said, we'll have a vote, because yeah. so many people asked for it. And he was just so sure the answer was going to be, yeah, stay. I know, I know. Like, everybody thought we were going to stay. Yeah. The yeah. disgusting reason was the only reason he uh, organized the vote in the first place is because a lot of his MPs wanted to leave. So he was you know, sort of trying to satisfy he was trying to satisfy his own guys. And he was thinking, oh, we'd never leave. We're not that stupid. So I'll satisfy these guys. We won't leave. And everything's great. He underestimated the situation. Basically. I mean, it, it says a lot that he resigned the day after. Yeah. So, so now, and now we also have the Trump, right? <laughs> the Trump card. <laughs> well, I mean, sorry, going back to David Cameron resigning, which has led to Theresa May being chosen as Prime Minister, but nobody chose her as Prime Minister. Yeah. She was never voted for in any way. And she's in charge of... And she's in charge of, of the system now. It's just, it's just ridiculous. And now Boris Johnson is Foreign Minister. <laughs> what the hell? Secretary. <laughs> I don't know foreign if Secretary. Foreign Secretary, yeah. I don't know if we made the news here, but Boris Johnson was like the, the forefront of the Brexit campaign. He writes an article for a, a popular newspaper in the UK and he wrote two articles he wrote one that was pro-Brexit one that was pro-Remain and he chose to publish the pro-Brexit one because he thought it would propel his political career and he has succeeded but now Britain has to suffer because he succeeded it's shambles it's turning yeah and if we go back to Trump like now the idea is that Farage be the ambassador to the UK in the US which is just ridiculous because Farage is just so, as much so, of a dick as Trump is. I know, yeah, Farage. But this is, this is so funny. So there's this podcast I've been listening to and it inspired me to make this one. Uh, it's Luke's English podcast. Luke's yeah, English podcast. I remember. You know, you know, and they say like, 
So now, now the title of the most stupid people have been passed to the Americans because of because of what happened. Like the Trump, it's even worse. It's, it's even worse evil. The thing is, what is going on here? I made a bet with Mark the night before the results of the election, and I bet that Trump would win. What, what did you bet? I bet that Trump would win. Five what did you bet? Five euros. Yeah, it wasn't much. Yeah, I know. Honestly, like I, as soon as I made the bet, I was thinking I should go online and bet a lot more money on this. That's a huge mistake there. I know. I could have made a lot of money. What happened with you? How, how were you so sure? I was just optimistic. I was, yeah, optimistic. I, I really didn't want Trump. To but the thing is, I knew that because Brexit happened, Trump would happen because it was exactly the same type of yeah. vote. It was a protest vote. It was a big, we don't like the establishments kind of thing, and that's what the vote was about. That, that, that invitation, the same thing. And I think it's the same thing. Unfortunately, it's going to happen in France now with, with this Marine Le Pen. France, I think Europe is kind of screwed because if, if, if England leaves, oh sorry, Britain leaves, and then France leaves, and then it's just going to be a, like a domino until a domino effect until until the complete dissolution of yeah, the European until Union. It's real. Yeah. Yeah. This I, is a shame because the European Union should actually become more unified. I, okay, yes. I'm very biased because I grew up in the European Union sort of context but I just think it is such a good thing and especially when you have these huge countries like America like Russia like China the EU is formed of yeah. such tiny little countries like obviously we should take strength in each other mm -hmm. so, Mark's going to the toilets now yeah that was quite necessary to say to the list <laughs> to ex explain his his voice is upset yeah it, it's not because he is an outrage as well, he's also yeah. very upset. <laughs> he couldn't take it anymore, he's gone to the yeah. he's gone to cry to the toilet, right? No, especially Mark is a little bit more political than me as well, so he, he cares a lot more. Yeah. Uh, like I mean he cried when the Conservatives won in the UK as well. And I just well, the young people you guys you, you did the best you could. Really. Yeah, but that's the thing as well. If you look at the demographic of yeah. the young votes, um, between 18 and 24 year olds, it was like 84%. 84%. I, I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. Like a definite big majority um, to, to, to remain. Because, you know, and it's just like 60, 70 year olds who are getting upset at these immigrants that they can't understand who voted to leave. Yeah. And to be honest, it's frustrating for me because a lot of the people who voted to leave the EU will not be alive by the time the choice to leave the EU actually starts to make a huge I think difference. It's, it's the fact that the population is aging and these people sometimes. It's harsh to say, but they remember the good old times sometimes. You know, it's just, it used to be all good, but now they are not young again and they don't have so much energy. I mean, it's, no, it's, it's I, simplistic I, to say it like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. but isn't it a little bit true? It is, it is. I mean, Farage, for example, like when I was studying anthropology, I read a text about him which was like, why is he so popular? So it's the UK, just to explain to listeners, Farage is yeah. the UKIP leader. Yeah, yeah, and he was like the main figurehead of the Leave campaign. So he was the one who was like, yeah. immigrants are stealing all our jobs. The EU is stealing all our money, stuff like that. And um, he's constantly referencing like the good old days in the 50s, but you know, when there was a higher unemployment rate, where people were getting sick all the time. It, you know, it's the good old days only because it was 50 years ago, and it's, you know, it's got a, that gold tint that comes with nostalgia. Yeah, well, it's difficult times, right? So, it's, 
it's very we scary. We've got about eight minutes before before I have to end this podcast. So why don't we end on a positive note? I mean, let's talk about something else now. I mean, it's, it's been very. We can talk very, about how lovely our holiday in Prague has been. Oh, okay. So yeah. tell us about that. So, as your listeners have now gathered, we had a really horrible time in Greece. Oh yeah. And actually, before we went to Greece, we booked this holiday. So it's been kind of like what we've been. It's the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. That's what, yeah, we'll be it's what we've been looking this. forward to. So, you know, we did like a, we went on a trip where you buy like a, a voucher and you get the hotel and the accommodation. Uh, so we got the hotel and the flights and a cruise, and a cruise in the ticket that we bought. And then when we came here, uh, we also bought the Prague card, which for listeners, if you're visiting to Prague, we found it worth it. Just so saying. what is a Prague card? I it's, have never heard about this before. Really? It's, yeah. it's like you pay about 50 euros for three days and it gives you uh, for example free entrance to the city of Prague museum remember you showing me this guy with a lot of red yeah exactly like you get entrance to over 30 um, museums in Prague including the zoo okay let's show the city of Prague Eva is now browsing this brochure and she's like showing the listeners what, what they can see there. Let's see, you can get you get free public transport, um, free entrance to the cathedral, some of the um, Prague Castle exhibits, some things in the old town, and also, the town. And also the zoo. And also the zoo. That is free. free That's that is free. free as well. And you also get discounts. But you have quite a quite a strong opinion about the zoo yeah I, I don't like zoos because I don't think animals should be kept in artificial habitats that aren't their native countries mm. I mean like conser- conservation programs I sort of feel okay with like when they take pandas and they breed them so we have more pandas Probably. pandas are no longer um, endangered animals, endangered animals. Like, really yeah wow. I mean that's amazing you know oh, okay. uh, but a lot of zoos I think just treat the animals very badly and I don't know like I was saying to Zenning like the, the moment I decided to never visit a zoo again was when I was in SeaWorld in Orlando and I saw a polar bear and it was kept in a cage well the whole cage was probably about 20 meters square 10 meters square of water and then 10 meters square of um, ice except hold on it's not real ice it's made out of plastic um, and then this polar bear is dirty and Really depressed, um, not swimming or anything, you know, and it's just not healthy for the animals at all. Like, for example, animals being fed food instead of chasing food can have a serious impact on their life. We, you know? we, we need to lighten this up. The happy segment. We need, we need to end on a positive note. You ask me why I, I know. Okay, I think we have to move on to Mark now. You've been very dominant, Eva. It's, it's been gorgeous seeing all the beautiful museums, the beautiful church. Churches, okay. the synagogues, the Christmas markets. It's very I, nice. I'm sorry, I heard the synagogues. <laughs> what was the word? Synagogues. Synagogues. Do you know what I heard? What? The synagogues. <laughs> That's us. That's us. Maybe it's me too. That's the problem. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's an amazing city with a really beautiful okay. history, um, and it's a, it's a place that cares about its culture. So 
for example, the art museum we went to this this morning um, was really well laid out. Lots of really important art from great artists from across Europe: Picasso, Van Gogh, Pizarro. Treated well, yeah. <laughs> We've met some weird, speak, okay. weird, rude people. But for example, in this bar, they've been very polite. Um, a lot of customer service has been very polite. Um, no, in general, I think no, it's been very, it's been very positive. I want to know about the weird people. Well, we had this. We went into the shop with like Russian, Russian dolls, 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 like dressed yeah, as football yeah, players. Matrushkas, what is it? I don't know. Yes, yeah. exactly. And, and we went into the shop, and we went in, and we looked around, and we decided it was too expensive, so we were going to leave. And then on our way out. On the way out, I thought, I'll ask the guy, how do we get to the metro? And I was like, excuse me. And he was like, no. And I was like, excuse me. And he was like, I don't talk to negative people. What? Yes. <laughs> okay, listeners. He didn't know how, how right he was. <laughs> But it was just, how did he know that? I don't know. He must have been a psychic, right? <laughs> No, I do enjoy your company, no. but it's just, you know, you might you might have come across on this podcast. I, I'm sorry, no, it's, 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 this it's just no, because it's recently I've it's had it very it's hard. Yeah, exactly. It's this year. It's, it's just exactly. very depressing. This year is just, oh my It's been goodness. a difficult year. Brexit, Trump, Greece. Greece, I just wanted to point out. I've graduated now from university. Being a graduate so is kind of, yeah. Looking for your own identity. Yeah, exactly. I want to go back to you. <laughs> What do we do with our lives now? <laughs> yeah, common problem. Young adults. I'm genuinely really nice. It's just, yeah, it's been a difficult year. It's yeah. been a difficult year. <laughs> no. Hopefully, hopefully next year will be better. It can't get any worse. Don't say that. <laughs> Don't say that. You think I will jinx it? Or yes, you will jinx it. Touch wood. Touch wood. That's plastic. That's plastic. Touch wood. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, hopefully with Prague we've had this lovely holiday. Next next month it's Christmas, so hopefully we'll end this year on a nice nice note. Just yeah. So far. And if not, there's next year. Then there's another year. It's always next year. <laughs> it's always next year. Okay. Well, it's been. I have to say, it's been a pleasure to meet you again and to, to meet you first time. Yeah, it's been lovely. You're a cool man. I mean, it's it's amazing, like your linguistic knowledge and all that. And and maybe we'll hear about we'll hear about you a bit more in the future. You could you could make some break breakthroughs. Breakthrough. I know. I'm, I'm referring to the, to his research. Oh, his research. Make yes. a breakthrough. That would be mind-blowing. But that yeah. would be mind-blowing, yeah. <laughs> And also, I can't wait for that. That probably won't be next year. It would be like in no, five years. Doesn't matter, you know. We'll wait for that. <laughs> It's worth waiting for. <laughs> so, thank you very much for featuring uh, in this episode of the podcast. And, uh, You're very welcome. And, uh, yeah, thanks for coming and all that. I'm trying to talk less because you said I was being too loud. Thank you for listening, guys. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Nice Bye. to be here again. Thank you.